Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. For more Roy Green, visit RoyGreen.com for podcasts, blogs, highlights, and even a nice picture of Roy. Back to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. It's time for Catherine Swift, Linda Leatherdale, and Michelle Simpson, the Beauties and the Beast. We have a a new system that we're working here, and I had a little trouble getting you guys connected. I thought you'd abandoned me. And we would never leave you, Roy. Thank you. you. Oh, my God. I was was starting to emotionally struggle. (laughs) I was feeling lost. Sounds like most American voters. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I felt like the puppy of the pound. (laughs) Speaking of American voters, we've been talking a lot about it over the last two and a half hours with some terrific guests and um, great callers. And so uh, that's what we're doing this weekend, today and tomorrow. It's the U.S. election. So love to hear where you, where you guys stand and, and what your thinking is and how your thinking has evolved uh, over the last months and where you think you might be come Tuesday. Not physically, but. So, Catherine, why don't we start with you? Okay. Well, I'll be glued to the box Tuesday because I'm a junkie and I, I love politics. But I got to say, it's it's a disheartening election for all kinds of reasons. Um, I was listening to the last half hour of the show, Roy. I was interested, and in, you know, you you appealed to women to come and you know call in and tell them tell you what they thought and stuff. And uh, if there was a none of the above option, I think that would be the president of the United States. That's been the consensus all day sadly, long. Sadly, sadly, and I, I was re- I've been reading about this, as I'm sure we all have, and one, one thing that struck me which was intriguing was there was a bunch of articles over the last few days talking about how an awful lot of women, especially young women, were not enthused at all about Hillary Clinton and actually had the attitude, which is probably a positive thing in general, that there's going to be a woman president. They're not looking at this as this massive breakthrough kind of thing that Hillary Clinton has to be elected because she's a woman, you know, da-da-da-da. Um, but they're saying there's going to be a woman president. It's, it's just a given. So let's get that off the table. And they're sad, uh, again, not everybody, but a, a goodly number, sad that the likelihood is that the first woman president will be this quite disliked, dishonest person who has... A lot of failures racked up. In, well, this in, is what know, question her, I wanted. Her record. The question I wanted to ask you was, all of you, was because you know the glass ceiling metaphor is constantly repeated. Yeah. Is Hillary Clinton a good representative for women? The be- a good first representative for women breaking the glass ceiling to the highest political office, arguably in the world. Michelle, you're in uh, you're in California. What what are they saying? What do you say? Popular. In 2007, uh, 
uh, when she was running for the nomination against Obama, I actually worked on her campaign down in California for a bit. And she had a lot more popularity, Roy. Uh, and in general, uh, the, the, the people in California that thought it was kind of humorous, that um, it was playing out like a reality TV show, are really now quite nervous and quite distressed. So and is there a sense that the polls, and we'll be talking to pollsters tomorrow, well, uh, is there a sense that the pollsters have it wrong, Michelle? Um, no. It, 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 in the electorate, they really believe it is a tight, tight, tight race that could go either way. And it has the market. The markets have already tanked, started tanking in advance, because I don't think the markets like either choice. But, well, they you know, don't. And, and also, yeah. both of them have spoken out against... Uh, I was listening, Roy, to your last half hour. You, you were saying how you were looking for connections to Canada. And one of them is NAFTA. And both candidates have dumped yeah. all over NAFTA, which is a huge deal to Canada. And Trump started that early. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 but Clinton has too. So, I mean, you know, there's, and, and that, would, that would tank markets. You know, somebody is saying no, no trade. That's bad for business in general. Yeah. Um, Linda Leatherdale. Yes, the right. voice, the voice of reason on the shores of Lake Ontario, <laughs> yeah. staring across at the United States, yes. Western New York. What about it, Linda? Oh well, first of all, um, you know, I think like a lot of the American, our American cousins, this is just quite honestly, Roy. I don't want either one of them. Um, and when I'm looking at this, and you mentioned like glass ceiling, is she a good representative for women? I do not think so. In fact, she's join the old man's club of corruption and anything goes just to get elected and i don't agree with that so here's my question roy what happens if somehow on tuesday when hey i've been invited by the u.s consul general to be with their team watching this unfold this should be interesting what happens if it's a tie well that's the nightmare That's that's the nightmare that's almost a revisiting of 2000 absolutely and, you know, the American people, it's a little bit different this time around, though. I mean, back then, I think people were reasonably happy. This is not a happy camp in That's the true. U.S. of A. right now. Yeah. And we don't no, look at I the think. economy because this factors into it. No matter who wins here, we have a global recession, I really believe, and, and a tough time with our developed countries. The only countries posting good GDP growth are those that are corrupt and their people live in poverty. Stop it. I, but it's true. Stop and, it. And so what happens... You know, China and Russia, these are wild cards. This is not a good time for the American people yeah. to be so... Well, I, I spoke with Dr. Frank Farley in the first hour, past president of the American Psychological Association. I heard it, yeah. And, and he is, he's a very positive guy, and he is not discounting at all the possibility of a violent response in the United States Tuesday and Wednesday and beyond. Well, I think that's the really point. No matter who wins here, because yeah. this has become so polarized and so very ugly, it's awful, isn't media it? Media has played a huge role too. That you know, again, some of the stuff I was seeing, they were saying there's always been false news. 
But in this, because partly of the reach and, and, and um, immediacy of social media, there has been way more false news, stories that go out there that have absolutely zero basis in fact, but that suddenly take off on Twitter or Facebook or whatever it happens to be. And there is going to be a bitter, bitter, bitter mess no matter what happens. In you, know what's you know what's interesting, uh, Catherine? I saw a tweet uh, yesterday, I think it was, and it was something like this. So you complain about lies on on Twitter or on social media. What about all the lies we've been told by politicians for years and years well, and exactly. years? Exactly. The, the, the notion of lies is not a new one. No, 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 no. <laughs> for sure. But there's the response, and that's where the that's where the the populist uh, pushback. I th- wasn't born, but it's certainly been nurtured on social media, where there is but, but, absolutely but, no responsibility to be accurate. Exactly. And, and you can get, you can reach more people, uh, you know, in record time than you ever could. In exactly. Don't say that. <laughs> mm, I know. Don't say those things. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at the Roy said, Green Show. <laughs> Winston Churchill famously said many millennia ago, or well, a few decades anyway, uh, that. Um, you know, the, a lie is halfway around the world before truth gets its pants on or something along those lines. <laughs> and nowadays, a lie is several times around the world <laughs> and has reached a ton of people yeah. before the truth ever, you know, ever Okay, so one of the things we're going to have to come to grips with is, it is what it is. I hate that cliche, but it is what it is. Tuesday, it'll be Clinton versus Trump. And there's no other way to put it. That's, go- that's the way it's going to be for President of the United States. The down ballot will be important because it'll be for Congress, uh, for, the, uh, for, the, uh, for the House and for the Senate. But for the presidency, it's Clinton, Trump, Trump, Clinton. That's the way it is. We're, that's the reality we're going to have to deal with. So come Wednesday morning, when we come back, I want to ask you about this. Come Wednesday morning, and you're all great assessors of, of the world of politics and business and reality, and uh, goodness knows you have all been involved in all three. Uh, how will this impact the world? And, and, and specifically, more directly, how is it going to impact this country? Let's say Donald Trump is president of the United States, and over here— over here, you've got the guy who said Canada is the first post-national state. And you know there's, no, there's not going to be any love loss. There's not going to be any ambiguity about feelings toward one another. We'll come back with Catherine, Linda, and Michelle on The Green Show right after this.